Chapter 3 It is difficult to describe what Finney meant to me. He was my best friend, but he was so much more than that. Neither me or Finney had any brothers or sisters, so he used to joke and say we were honorary brothers, or he was my brother from another mother. He'd lived four doors down from us, and our mums were friends. We were born a week apart, and had been inseparable ever since. There are photos of us at every single one of our birthday parties, from age one to age thirteen, that my mum had found to display at Finney's funeral. Finney was very different to me in lots of ways. He was always very confident. A cheeky chap, my mum used to call him, and would very rarely stop talking. He had the best sense of humour, and made every situation seem somehow amusing, even if it did used to get him into trouble from time to time at school. I used to love his ridiculous impressions of all our teachers, particularly our least favourite teacher, Mr Cooper. Finney would wait for Pooper, as we called him, to leave the room, and he would rush to the front to deliver the lesson in his best Pooper voice, a sort of stern and deep Welsh accent. He got caught out once, and got punished with a week's worth of detentions, but Pooper was so sick of Finney after three days that he got let off for the other two days. Classic Finney. Not that Finney was a troublemaker in any way. He was just a people pleaser and loved to make people happy. He was the star player of the school football team, a tough tackling midfielder with an incredible passing range and a shot like a thunderbolt. Even on the driest of days, he seemed to end up covered head to toe in mud. Mr Davis, the school football coach, called him Gerard, after Stephen Gerard, even though we were all a little too young to remember Gerard really, other than now as a football manager and pundit. Finney was never the brains of the operation, but that was never the priority for him. He had the gift of the gab, as his dad called it, and that was what he intended to use to get him where he wanted to go, and it usually worked a treat. Particularly, it seemed, with the year eight girls, who never seemed to be too far away from wherever Finney was. It's all blarney. Don't believe a word of it, Captain Finn used to say, after Finney had told one of his far-fetched stories as he loved to do. Captain Finn was originally from Belfast and spoke in a thick Ulster drawl. Despite his military upbringing and sometimes rigid approach to discipline, he was an unusually warm man and he was never afraid of telling Finney how much of a smasher he was. Chip off the old block, so he has, he would often say. I miss those times around at the Finn household. Most afternoons after school I would either be at the Finns or Finney would be round at my house. If I had the choice, I would always try to go over to Finney's if I could though. I love my house, but the Finns just seemed so fun. Captain Finn was away a lot, doing military things, but when he was around, he would always spend time on projects with us, building a go-kart out of a couple of old wooden pallets, or building a den in the trees at the bottom of their garden. Mrs Finn was also just lovely. Slightly bonkers, but lovely. She was heavily into astrology and would always tell us our latest horoscope as we walked through the door. Me and Finney were both Aries, apparently. She would tell us all sorts of stories of neighbourhood goings-on and bake us the most incredible cakes. In many ways, her and Captain Finn were a very odd couple. Their partnership shouldn't have worked, but somehow it did. Their house was magic. Finney and I would do everything together. Play football at the park have sleepovers playing FIFA until all hours, camping in his garden and using his dad's military spec telescope to see all the stars close up, running races up and down our cul-de-sac. I would always win, 
but Finney would try and cheat somehow or come up with the most bizarre excuses for losing. Talking about girls? Well, that was mainly him, but I would listen intently. Life was perfection. I needed Finney, and Finney needed me. Together, we were truly an unbeatable combination. There was nothing we couldn't do as a team. I was the brains, he was the voice. I was the speed, he was the brawn. I brought the common sense, he brought the comedy. In truth, without Finney, I wouldn't have felt confident enough to do half the things we did together. How would I face the thought of having to do life without him? Who even am I without him? It was like losing a part of myself. The fun part.